Hello Waterloo Road fans, it's Tom here, your podcast host, just popping in before we get started to tell you about a few things. First of all, of course, the Patreon page. Extra content from us is available via that subscription service, patreon.com slash Pod. First half of our Series 6 awards went up very recently, and we are returning to the show Teachers, which we covered the first episode of over a year ago. Uh, we're returning to that for some more episodes in the coming weeks. So to get all of that, all you need to do is go to patreon.com slash Pod, and I would like to thank those of you who have already subscribed. So thank you to Matthew Kumar, to Mel, to Dylan Gover, who is at Dylan S. Gover on TikTok. Thank you to Tom Percival, to Emily Berry, to Eliza, who is at WaterlooXRoad underscore on Instagram. Thank you to Lucy, to Maddie, to Sarah Mython, to Eve, to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services. Thank you to Claudia Graham, to Joe Buckle, to Natalie, who is at Natalie the Book Reader on Instagram. Thank you to Lottie Smith. And finally, thank you to Georgia Leah, who is the Avocado Bath on both Instagram and TikTok. All of your support is much appreciated, and if you would like to join that list of shoutouts, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Pod. And now secondly, there's an extra announcement this week. Uh, as you will know, this is episode 99 of our Looks at the Show, which means that next week we will be doing episode 100 and we will officially be halfway through the show. To mark that occasion, we are going to do a Q&A episode of the podcast. So we need you guys to send us in questions about the show or about whatever you like, and we will answer as many of them as we can on a special episode after episode 100. So if you would like to ask a question, all you need to do is go to one of our many social media platforms at Waterloo Road Pod and uh, send us either a reply or a direct message, and we would love to hear your questions. So now with all of that said, let's get on with this week's podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everything From Nothing, the Waterloo Road podcast. I am Tom Beasley, your Waterloo Road super fan, a moniker I'm struggling more and more with every single week, joined as always by Luke Stevenson. Are you excited to be nearly at the end of Series 6? I'm not as excited as I was when I realised I can do your intro with the inflection in all of the places. (laughs) Right there. Do you think I need to change it up? Yeah, just just. Or do you think there's like a pleasant continuity to it? So yeah, I'm your Waterloo Road super fan. (laughs) Why don't you go? I'm your Waterloo Road super (laughs) fan. I would feel wrong to put the inflection anywhere different. Yeah, I know, but yeah, spice it up. We're we're halfway through. We are nearly Nearly, halfway through. Nearly so tantalisingly close. So yeah, it's time to the second half of this show. It's going to be totally (laughs) different. I'm going to do the intros. I'm going to do the interviews. I don't think that would go well for anyone. I, to be honest, at this point, I, you can't let me do the interviews because if there's anyone from this these series onwards, I'll just be like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you take part in this? And you'd hate having to do this bit. You like making the snarky comments. I do. I'm, I'm not... Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would hate having to do this bit. <laughs> I barely follow the plot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did spend most of the day trying to find out whether the uh, the uh, postcode for Rochdale Jewellers is, is still a jeweler's. <laughs> It is not. It is not. <laughs> no. 
Um, so the episode begins with um, Jonah and Cheska. Ooh, can I talk about the promo image first? Yes. On iPlayer. The promo image on iPlayer, please do. Because it's really funny. Because okay. you have Jonah and Cheska in a hospital bed and just Chris in the curtains in the middle. Yes. It's a delightful image. <laughs> And the thing is, is because it's not a screenshot from the episode. It's yeah. quite clearly an image that they shot. Yeah. Very funny. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, Carry on. Incidentally, those images are quite hard to find if you're, for example, looking for a high-resolution image to promote a podcast with. <laughs> is that why we always have dodgy screenshots? Yes. <laughs> so, the episode begins with Jonah and Cheska looking into fleeing to Gretna Green for uh, to get married. Um, she's written a resignation resignation letter ready to resign that day Jonah's like nine more hours till we're in the clear he says tempting fate <laughs> Jonah is the top student at the school yeah Cheska is at one point in her life qualified enough to become a teacher now I'm not going to get into the relative how smart you have to be to be a teacher yeah you know people will get mad at me but surely both of them know you can't have an affair, yeah. resign, and then announce the affair afterwards, and people go, oh, that's fine. Oh, they've done us there. And it, if they to... both say they did it. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did you get pregnant? Yeah. Uh, that's immaterial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how familiar were you with the concept of Gretna Green marriages? I feel like it was a thing. Was it, I yeah, like, I, like, I was of aware the, of it. Towards the end of the noughties, I felt like it was kind of like a common yeah. like phrase or something yeah. like that. that but like, if you were Green. to do this storyline in the new Waterloo Road, for example, you'd have to like explain what Gretna Green was. But I don't know if we're not kids anymore, are we? No. So I was, I was a kid in 2010, I knew what Gretna Green was. I don't yeah. know if a kid now knows what Gretna Green is. Yeah. But I don't speak about it daily. I think about it daily. Have you, when... seen, have you seen a TikTok about Gretna Green? I have not. <laughs> No. Um, I think about it daily when my other half thinks says, "Hey, we should start planning our wedding." <laughs> well, as as I found out while I was doing some research, you can't just go to Gretna Green now. You have to give at least a month's notice. That's fine. I'll I'll, I'll be happy to do a month's notice and save a lot of money. So, um, Adana has gone. Oh no, we haven't got a show for the last episode of the series. We'll do uh, a panto. It's Cinderella, but it's a bloke. <laughs> Panto in summer. Yeah, it feels so wrong. Everything about this is ugly. <laughs> also, this is a panto that doesn't seem to have any of the trappings of a panto. No. There's none of the, like, he's behind you e type yeah. comedy. It's this, It's effectively the same as Mika and Brett's play. Don't... No. It puts so, some respect. They should have done suddenly... If they'd done on suddenly last summer. On suddenly last summer. <laughs> Can you imagine Matt Wilding hammering on the door of a cupboard somewhere? <laughs> somewhere where they're talking about this, because then Chris is like, oh, why? Doesn't Chris call it, like, some kind of, like, preachy gender nonsense? Well, because Adana actually says that she wants to do it to illuminate gender stereotypes. I'm not clear how. No. Um. Or- the only change they make to the material is that the glass slipper becomes a trainer and they just gender flip the roles. That's yeah, it. That's it. <laughs> they t- and they cast the two gay children as the evil queen stepsisters. Yes. <laughs> Challenging stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> Goodness me. But at some um, point during this chat, Karen says, earnestly, we need more mixed opportunities, Chris. Especially with the classes being segregated. This is your idea, Karen. 
No, but maybe she genuinely believes now that it was Chris's. Like, yeah, yeah, Mr. Chris Mr. Was, Mr. Segregation. Chris somehow became segregation. Yeah, she's like, Chris, ever since you segregated the classes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. any more mixed opportunities. Um, so Chris, meanwhile, is concerned about Jonah because he's gone from getting A grades to D grades. It's a massive coincidence that they've noticed this on the day he's planning to flee with his... It is. It's, um, it's very like old-school child of the week when every teacher yeah. calls, like, calls you up on stuff, isn't it? It is. It's very child of the week. Yeah. Um, so they've roped Grantly into the auditions for the panto because they love roping Grantly into auditions. But when was the last episode someone at this school wasn't judging something? <laughs> it feels like... Because they're judging auditions. They were judging this fashion show. Yeah. They were judging the uh, business enterprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pleasure doing business with you. Yeah. Business. Hashtag business. Hashtag business. <laughs> um, so has rewritten part of Ruby's book, which is now called Fairy Cake. Um, Do the song. What, what song? Come on. I don't know. I don't know the song. Baby cakes. Oh right. You just you got this song. You just don't know. No. Yeah. You, you, you wanted me to do fairy cakes, you just don't know, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't immediately get it. I apologise. <laughs> I'm telling you what, another 29-year-old is listening to this, just lost their mind. <laughs> <laughs> A 15-year-old is going, why is Ellie talking about TikToks again? I'm confused. Um, Jonah ha- is going to get rings for him and Cheska, so he's going to be late in. So he phones Ronan to cover for him. Um, I like the way Ronan goes Philip never Phil under the questioning very quickly. I, it's like later when he tells Jonah, it's just like, I don't know how long you keep this up for. You've known for one hour. Yeah. They very, Ronan very quickly gets to the point where he's like, I'm admitting that I'm lying, but I won't tell you the truth, <laughs> which I like. <laughs> So uh, Chris is doing like a lesson about electricity, which Denzel is very interested in, um, because we know he's going to electrocute himself at some point. Ridiculous. Oh, what? I found this, but again, I suppose this is where the show has gone. I found how interfering Chris and Karen were in Ronan and Jonah's home life really like I didn't buy it. We we know there's something to uncover, yeah. so we accept it, but. Chris and Kara being like, so who slept around your house last night? Yeah. My teacher would never ask me that. Yeah. No it's teacher like, would. And the show tries to justify it because they're saying that they've noticed his grades have slipped and yeah. therefore they need to know every detail but, about But life. therefore, they bring his dad in earlier. They don't immediately start accosting yeah. his, his school friend. <laughs> yeah. Because at this point, they're still children. Yeah. They're not defining what they do. Their parents still define yeah. it. Um, in the next scene, we get an amazing moment of growth for Ruth Kirby. Do we? Because Chris is grilling her about what Jonah was doing last night and whether he was at Ronan's. And um, Ruth says that uh, Ronan and Vicky were with each other because they've been gloating about it. And it sounds like they were, you know, up to stuff. And uh, Chris is like, Jonah couldn't have been there too. And Ruth says, even I know when three's a crowd because she is now worldly. She's so worldly. (laughs) She is a worldly. I'm not quite sure what she ex- is expressing there, but it's worldly. <laughs> so, Cheska goes to see Karen, tells her that her dad back in Spain has had a heart attack, and she is going to Spain immediately to look after him, and so is resigning with immediate effect. I still can't believe they think there'll be no consequences if they resign, and then they just admit they're having an effect <laughs> a day later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so they're talking about auditions for the panto... 
Finn says Panto as a concept is for kids and divvies. 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 <laughs> Fitting your prejudice there. <laughs> Adana, weirdly, openly in front of everyone, says to Kyle she wants him for the lead. Oh, yeah, it's totally <laughs> But it's also, it's all just so George Sampson... It's, it's to facilitate the moment. ...can say, costumes and makeup, ridiculous. <laughs> and we, as the knowing audience, can go, hello. Yeah, yeah. just here in the background, <laughs> just tinkling in. <laughs> um, Sam is going to audition. She wants Finn to audition too. Um, and there's a line where she's like... Um, oh, I'm going to a computer game convention with you, so you have to do this for me. The thing is, is Finn's like, do you know what my friends would say if I, if I was in a play? His friends are Josh and Nate. Yeah. <laughs> We're already getting fitted for their, <laughs> their costumes. <laughs> not, yeah. not to trope, but my best friend at school was gay, and we were very much in the theatre club. <laughs> It is weird, isn't it? It's very much trying to play to a version of Finn that no longer exists. Yeah, yeah. Because him, him, and, him and Josh are not the troublemakers anymore. The Finn who sets up dates <laughs> and watches. So, uh, Ruby and Grantley are talking. Ruby's not happy with what Grantley's done to her book, says you've made it twice as long and all waffly. And Grantley says, you're not a writer, you're a cook. Um, and Tom says he'll read both versions of the book. That day, somehow. So, oh, yeah. He has nothing to do. <laughs> he says he's got loads of marking to do. Presumably in between teaching. I want to know what happens to the school printing bills on this day. <laughs> as it appears both of them print off approximately 80 copies of <laughs> yeah. these full books yeah. that they've written in one week. I'd have thought that having that many copies of a sexually explicit book in a school is fraught with danger. I mean, you know, maybe it just like flies under the radar. It's like it's like a nib in next week's headlines. <laughs> you know, sex teacher rocks school. Smutty book on shelves. Sex teacher rocks school. <laughs> <laughs> if, okay. if the schools are rocking. <laughs> you can tell we did journalism, right? Because what I said... <laughs> As a headline for something bad makes total 100% sense, doesn't it? But it also makes it sound like a band. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We are sex teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ronan admits to covering for Jonah, but he won't say why he's doing it. Um, we find out that he hasn't even told Vicky, but then he does tell Vicky. And finally, someone is against this romance. Yeah. And they can't at all relate it back to Vicky's experience of being replaced no, by older men, because why no, would they? They would be mean remembering things. Yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't do things like that. Um, so Cheska goes and announces her departure from the school to the staff room. Um, and Tom all... really overthinks how much Cheska values his friendship. <laughs> yeah, he really does, bless him. It's a hug that I think you would describe as pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I would not. But it um, is factually a pregnant hug. Hugs can't be pregnant. Only pauses can be pregnant. <laughs> it's a very niche area where you yeah. use that word. It's either, it either describes a woman yes. <laughs> or a, a pause. pause. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, pregnant can be an adjective. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, Ronan then admits to Jonah that he told Vicky... Um, and Ronan's telling Jonah that you you do know this has no future and nothing can happen. And then they have a fight. 
uh, Chris breaks it up. Um, I did. I loved the fact that Chris acknowledges when people have been talking too loud in the corridors. Because someone <laughs> says something in a corridor around people and then someone else picks up on it. Yes. And it's just, it's delightful because they never do that. Yeah. Last week, they were just running around the staff room yelling about abortions and yeah. no one picks up on it. It does make you wonder what secrets they're keeping that they have overheard but just haven't told us about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's like, who, who are you talking about screwing then, Jonah? <laughs> um, Ruby tries to bribe Tom with a steak pie. Tom, quite rightly, just takes the steak pie and goes, great. <laughs> <laughs> All I ask is for someone to one day bribe me with a steak pie. <laughs> That's what the Patreon pays for. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps me in steak pies. <laughs> um, so Chris is trying to work out what's going on and he sort of try, thinks he's worked out that maybe Jonah has been with Vicky and that's why they're Ronan and Jonah are fighting. Mm. He then puts Ronan on a strike. Yes. Ronan was put on a strike last week. <laughs> yes. This show has no memory. No. Vicky was a stripper. Ronan's on two strikes. Dante killed a child. child. Yes. Chris and Rachel had sex. Don't Chris forget and about Rachel that. Had sex. Don't forget about that one. <laughs> so uh, they've called Marcus in, um, and they're trying to sort of work out what's going on. Um, Vicky and Ronan are discussing their worry that Cheska has a huge hold over Jonah. Um, Vicky's trying to get Ronan to go and confront Cheska about it. I just finally someone's treating this quote-unquote romance with the response it deserves. Yeah. It is odd how it's just like after eight episodes of just unashamed pro this romance, <laughs> Ronan and Vicky are just like, just speak to Jonah yeah, and unsettle yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what make, just winds me up about Jonah because it's just, he was supposed to be the smart kid. Everything he's done is now stupid. Mm. But... At least he was just like, you know, oh, he's stupid, drunk in love or whatever. Yeah. And then in this episode, Ronan goes, you know, you might not have a lot of money. And he's like, this is all over. Yeah. I Ro- can't believe it. Ronan, whose whole thing is like being the lovable idiot. Yeah. It manages to speak, speak <laughs> sense into him. It's yeah. so weird. So Jonah's telling Marcus that, oh, I, you know, it's true that I've, I've got a girlfriend or whatever. And she goes to Glossop Hill. Um, she goes to another school. Like, yeah. All yeah. of my girlfriends went to another it's, school. It's a classic. It's a classic. If it ain't broke. <laughs> so... Uh, and then Marcus starts like reminiscing to Jonah about family camping trips, and they oh they'd be a bit different now, you know. We'd bond over a beer, and your girlfriend could come along, and all of that. You have to limit the football chat. Yeah, those, those women. Women, <laughs> they, women don't like football. Women don't like football. <laughs> I feel like Marcus is much more enlightened than he makes out in the next two episodes. <laughs> so isn't it weird how Cheska at the start of the day says? I'm resigning with immediate effects and I'm leaving tomorrow. She says, I'll have all these things done for you by the end of the day. And then she just goes and just stacks chairs. (laughs) Oh, I promised I'd help the Dana with this. Like, you have to finish all of the bloody coursework. (laughs) All she does is hang precariously off ladders. Uh, (laughs) That's going to be a fun scene to discuss later. Um, I hate this show. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Tom has found Denzel doing something and has said, oh, you could go to the auditions at lunch. You could do your body popping. Which, to be fair, we have seen before in the talent show. Anything's better. I think it's episode 20 when George Sampson dances. (laughs) Anything's better than that. (laughs) He charmed the nation. Yeah, I know, doing a dance. In this, he just waves his arms from one side of the body to the next like this. And runs up a wall. That's impressive. Yeah. I can't run up a wall. Yeah. You could, you just wouldn't get very far. <laughs> I wouldn't go up the wall. Yeah. 
that I could run into a wall. I could like that. I could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I back you. I back you to do that. Um, so uh, Jonah reveals to Ronan the like Gretna Green plan, and uh, Ronan like tries to talk him out of it. Meanwhile, Vicky has gone to confront Cheska says that she knows all about her and Jonah and she sits in the classroom and says, I'm not leaving until you admit that you're using him. Um, and then Cheska like talks her, talks Vicky out of it by saying, you know, if you were to tell anyone, then you'd be hurting Jonah. And that's a thing you obviously don't want to do. Yes, because she's not hurting Jonah by... Jonah. Jonah. I hardly... <laughs> never mind. Um, she's Cinderfella, not... Jonah. It's all gender flipped. <laughs> yeah. She's um, not hurting Jonah by um, the sex crimes. No. No, Vic- Vicky's going to hurt Jonah by revealing the sex crimes. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Ronan um, is still trying to convince Jonah. He makes it clear that, you know, if you do this, you are having to choose between Cheska and your family because you can't have both. Which is the first time anyone has made that point to Jonah. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, and both, it's like, both and of these like, two live in a world where if she stops being a teacher, yeah. everyone will accept their relationship. Because like, like, Jonah reacts like he's not even considered that. Yeah. No one considers the other barriers to this, which is that... She's twice his age, which yeah. would be a barrier, and that it started while he was a student. Yeah, those the, two, the, these two like, smart people, cannot think that through. A relationship with his dad's former coworker, yeah. like <laughs> it's it's madness. Um, so there's a thing that doesn't go anywhere where Grantley starts handing out extracts of the books to the year eleven class. Uh, as just to show that they're both competing I think they, oh, yeah. they go and he says look they've all said they prefer mine but then Ruby's yeah, but... like actually you had all these ones that yeah, show they prefer mine that doesn't count as a payoff <laughs> like, uh, padding minutes they are aren't they um, so uh, Harry's trying to find out from Kyle what Denzel's big stunt is that he's planning um, Kyle says oh I'm not going anyway I'm going to go and cause trouble at the auditions so Cheska pulls Jonah out of Chris's class in order to confront him. If I was worried about my secret relationship Ugh. with a student coming out, I would not go to my line manager <laughs> and like take that person. But, you know what, I, I was, if I was worried about my secret relationship with a student, I would never have had sex on school property with them. No, that's true. I just wouldn't go near them on no. school property. This is not a blueprint, by the way, people, of how to handle these situations. <laughs> no. Just don't do them because they're crimes. Yeah. But if you have to... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Jonah, you know, he admits to being conflicted because he hasn't got a job yet. She won't have a job. They won't be able to see their families, all of that sort of stuff. And Chris sees through the window as they're having this this row. And then he goes to Adana and says it didn't look like a row between a student and a teacher. It looked like a, a lover's tiff. Adana is so bad at this. <laughs> Because her argument... Kim Campbell would never. (laughs) Her argument basically amounts to, Cheska can't be interested in Jonah. She has a secret boyfriend who she won't tell me anything about. Yes. She can't possibly be with Jonah, this mystery man for whom I have no details. (laughs) God. Um, Imagine being Cheska and being so needy for a teenager. It's embarrassing. (laughs) She's like, he's just like, I might have to consider the fact that I might not see my family. Like, you don't love me anymore. Yeah, God. Um, but then you get a nice, a nice scene of him brooding as he's kicking a football at the wall. We've all done that. We've all... A lovely little angry yeah. football kick brood. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I really, because I don't really have an outdoor wall I can kick things at. No. Well, how do you brood now? <laughs> all right, Batman. <laughs> I, I, I don't often brood. You don't brood? 
be happy. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> we're, we're doing a podcast. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> Suddenly got a bit bleak and existential. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> it's fine. You brought up Batman at first. <laughs> um, so Harry sees that Denzel is setting up this like electricity game. The thing is, this is excellent science. It's, Denzel. Inc- <laughs> it's incredible science. <laughs> It's so right. clever. All right. He's not Edison. <laughs> <laughs> well, Edison stole all of his ideas. He wasn't very good at science. Oh, all right. Oh, good. good. Let's get into that. Tesla did all the work. And I'm the one who's been watching too many TikToks. <laughs> you know, you're on a white boy podcast when you're praising Tesla. <laughs> yeah, that is it. <laughs> yeah, quite. But in all seriousness, <laughs> Tesla did do all the work. Denzel has shown no aptitude for school, but this is some. He heard someone get struck by lightning. He's like, right, I'm going to rig a science thing <laughs> yeah. in in the changing rooms. Yeah, right, there, there are not often plugs in the no. changing rooms. Yeah, it's but a the, remarkable thing. There is a lot of water just to make things dangerous. Oh, actually, so <laughs> right near the showers. Um, so yeah, he's like, he's going to hold on to this thing, and he's going to hold on to it until they increase the voltage so much that he can't hold it anymore. And he wants Harry to film it. Uh, and then he's a bit like Harry mentions that Kyle's not coming, and that seems to upset Denzel because he wants to impress Kyle. Um, and then he starts sort of doing this electric thing, and you can just see M there scowling. <laughs> That's her her role in this. Yeah. Another thing, like a little bit of a jump ahead because we've seen the next episode. I thought that was going to pay off. No, it doesn't. It's what they remember that they had this Emily girl on contract. I think. <laughs> And then I just put her in some episodes. I just like because like you know in the last episode she kind of it kind of harkened back to when um, Steph broke up with Chris's dad. She was like, I thought I liked you, Denzel. I just can't be a part of your world. Can't be a part of your world. I can't be a part of your world of stunts. Sam and Finn are the first up at the auditions. Finn, it's fair to say, not a natural at this. No, no. Um. So, uh, like, Kyle's heckling. I haven't unrolled my eyes at these two since episode 11. I hate it. It's just every scene is just like, right, here's what happens. One does this. One heckles. (laughs) One heckles back. They square up. Teacher intervenes. They make them swap roles. Heckling continues. One of them gets the better of the other. Yeah. And everyone wishes they were dead. (laughs) Blimey. (laughs) Can you tell I've gone off this? So, yeah. So, Kyle's heckling. Adana makes him audition. And then his audition is he just runs up a wall. Oh, wow. You can act. In fairness, if I had that in my locker, that would be my response to everything. Yeah, it's something that you'd get out quite a bit. When yeah. Because <laughs> no one cares about anything else when they've just seen someone run up a but they, wall. But they ask, <laughs> they ask Finn to do lines. They ask Kyle to give him just the broad note of impress her. Yeah. Like, and okay, and he does wall. something impressive. I'll run up a wall. Like, is this yeah. in the script? No. <laughs> it is impressive, though. Stanislavski wouldn't have anything for this nonsense. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. Um, so Denzel's like escalating this game. Um, he wants the electric thing turned up full blast. Um, and then M-, M goes and grabs Tom to say, you better come and stop Denzel, which he does. I don't think it would have killed him. It's all very silly. I don't know. Teachers executed us. <laughs> In, like, physics, we did the bzzz thing. Oh, the like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not... Like, that wouldn't be of the scale of this, which, when it's turned up to full black. I don't know, it was rigged by a 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, we, you know, we've established that he's basically well, Edison or Tesla. With a potato. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we were taught there were far more uses for a potato than there actually are. It's mainly just chips. Yes, <laughs> yes. It very much is. Um... 
So Amy and Lauren do an audition. They're awfully singing Total Eclipse of the Heart. I just don't think these two girls would get up but it's and nice it, the heart. It's nice because it gives us a half-decent play-out song for once. Fantastic. <laughs> we do the Glee, the Glee version. <laughs> for what possible reason? Because these were kids singing it in the school as a mm. cover. So, um, Chris decides he's had enough of quietly investigating. He's just going to heavily imply to Cheska that she's a wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I love this bit. Because Cheska misses the the mother of all opportunities here. <laughs> she says, you know what would happen if a teacher was more than a teacher of a student? Yeah. Cheska would say, yeah, absolutely nothing, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible <laughs> that they have Chris do this. Yeah. Nonsense and glass houses shouldn't throw stones. <laughs> so, uh, Tom is talking to Denzel about, like, what's going on with all of his stunts. There's a reference to Denzel's mum. Yeah. Which is nice. We don't get to see Rose Kelly. <laughs> That's the thing. She goes, Sam, well, even Denzel doesn't, even Denzel doesn't remember Marley. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. he doesn't. He lists off all of the oh, other kids. He even names the baby. The baby, yeah. <laughs> um, but they just, you know, they go off, whatever. But it's just like, wouldn't this mean more if the character you wrote out for no reason was still present? Yeah. This idea that... Rose is preoccupied with the daughter, who's like the apple of her eye or whatever, yeah. the son who's in prison, etc. In fairness, if I felt like I was further down the pecking order than the brother who murdered someone... I'd act would, out. Yeah, I would. I, I, I'd feel like that. I'd be electrocuted myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, no. But the thing is, like, this feels like a resolution, but then he's back to doing it next week. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Cheska thinks Chris knows. Chris literally confronted her. Yeah. And she just goes to a school pantomime audition. <laughs> she, so I'm going to stay on premises. Yeah, I'm fine with this. She goes to balance on a ladder. <laughs> she's just stood there reaching off this ladder for what feels like hours. Yeah. It's, 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 only... like, it's like watching the first five minutes of an episode of Casualty. It really yeah, is. <laughs> Yeah, there is, um, yeah, as similar as like, like six feet under, which is about yeah. a funeral home, and yeah. the first five minutes was a cold open about someone dying. Yeah, that's just what this was. But the only reason she's still in the school <laughs> is so she can fall off that ladder. Yeah, and it just doesn't because she could be confronted by Chris, and in her haste to get, I need to get off the school premises, falls down some stairs because there are no consequences to her falling off the ladder. No, she drives herself to the hospital. She falls, goes to the hospital, is fine. The baby is fine. Yeah. It's also they can kiss in a hospital bed. So the action, the accident itself doesn't really matter. No. So, but they just go, right, she's going to have this confrontation, calmly go to a pantomime and fall off of a ladder. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's, it's just, so they just, they forget to link any two scenes together. I think. By story. Yeah. And I, I just hate it. I think it's because that's where Jonah is and they need Jonah to run to her but equally like Jonah could have been passing in the corridor and she could have fallen down some stairs yeah yeah she, in her haste and then Chris goes look I'll, I'll go get Adana because she's your friend he goes into that room where Jonah is and he says look Miss Montoya's had a fall he goes what I must go to you yes Jessica gets in her car to drive to the hospital and then <laughs> Jonah tells Ronan and Vicky that Cheska's pregnant and then Ronan's like take my bike and so Jonah goes off to the hospital and then Chris rushes off to the hospital they'll just be like a convoy yeah. through Rochdale I just, there's so many moments in this like at the start of the day when they want to go to a scan 
And Chaska just looks at him in his school uniform and says, no. At that point, you go, no, this is, this is off. <laughs> when he has to ride a bike in his school uniform to come see you in the hospital, surely then you go, no, I can't. I can't keep doing this. So, um, uh, Tom has finished both of the books. He says he really enjoyed them both, and you can't compare them because they're so different. But he eventually admits that if he had to choose one, he would choose Ruby's. And so we see her putting it in an envelope to send to a publisher. Um, Jonah rushes into this hospital, finds a random staff member, goes, Cheska Montoya, and is guided directly to her mm. bedside. <laughs> he doesn't even give her date of birth. <laughs> At the NHS, you have to... The thing is, people can so easily pretend to be... Because I had a call with a GP today, who goes, can I just confirm your date of birth? I was like, my date of birth is pretty easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> this uncrackable code <laughs> I, yeah I think the assumption they make is that why would you bother <laughs> so uh, Jonah says oh you know uh, you and the baby are my priority forget everything else um, they find out the baby's fine obviously and then as they're kissing Chris just opens the curtain <laughs> presumably he also found a random staff member <laughs> said Cheska Montoya and the staff member went blimey just <laughs> She is popular. <laughs> she just flew there with her son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they should have done that. It would all have been worth it. <laughs> so, but then Chris opens the curtain as they're kissing, and beautifully. Oh, it's, it's a great. God's line reading. He just goes, you idiots. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's, it's also so like a va- it's just like a it's kind of like a vacuous thing as well because yeah. the idiots is just it just doesn't quite do justice to the yeah. situation they're in. It's really good. Uh, um, so we expect find that- to see that on our social. <laughs> yeah, so much, so much, so much. <laughs> so uh, we find out the cast of uh, Cinderella, um, Kyle as the title character, Sam as Princess Charming. Nate and Josh as the Ugly Brothers. Lauren, Amy and Ruth Bizarrely as Rats. And then Harry as Bellboy. It really annoyed me. It's completely irrelevant. That on the cast list, everyone is listed with first name and surname, except for Harry, who's just called Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Harry's not a common name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yes, they really need to clarify which Sambuca they meant. (laughs) Head teacher's boy, everyone knows it's Harry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Kyle is, like, being all arrogant about his success and um, sort of, you know, gives Denzel the brush off when Denzel's talking about his stunts. His stunts. His stunts. Because it's 2001. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, I really like this next scene because it's Chris and Jonah and they're having, like, a whispered row because they're in the hospital and I love it. They're having, like, a really tense <laughs> row, but they're like, Voice never rises above here. I can tell you. Look, all I'm waiting for is the greatest line of any TV show ever. Okay, so do your bits. Okay, read through. Um, I'll contribute if I can, but I'm waiting for this moment. So, um, I quite like that it's that Chris is it's Chris, and he's as outraged as he is because part of it is like what I went through, (laughs) and and I didn't even try and do it. And you've just been doing it, and now you're convinced it's the uh, it's the right thing to do. 
Um, I still don't think like anyone responds to them with enough incredulous incredulousness. About. No, I think Vicky does. Yes, but everyone else is kind of like, well, dear, it's unfortunate. Like, yeah, but Vicky does until they find out about the baby, and then I think that makes them think it's true love. And yeah, yeah, because that can't happen it, on accident. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> so Chris is like, well either you tell Karen or I will so they march back into school and Janice is doing a great face which says this is a really serious matter but I love the drama oh, I'm so into it <laughs> it's very good uh, Cheska says to Karen that she's in love with Jonah um, Karen rightly points out that this is all wrong and that it's particularly wrong because you lied about your father having a heart attack yeah. it's a dark thing to lie about and then Karen just goes you're a very stupid woman <laughs> Yeah. I just can't believe this woman ever found employment as a teacher. <laughs> she thinks just leaving the school after the fact that happens is fine. She's like, but I've had it in my resignation. And Carol's like, that's yeah. not, that, you know. Um, so Cheska admits that they want to get married and that she's pregnant. And then Karen goes, obviously you're suspended. Chris wasn't. Yeah. Chris wasn't. But she's there admitting it. Yeah. Chris is kind of like, look, this was a bad thing that had you. Again, after the, you know, end of the half, first half of series six, we were like, screw Chris. Yeah. But now I'm like, justice for Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they've really turned me around on it. Okay. Um, but Karen says she's going to call the police because um, uh, Cheska has abused her position of trust. I assume this is your moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, okay, so Karen says the police need to do an investigation. And she's like, no, no, please don't get them involved. And she says, we need to find out if you abused others under your care. At which point Jessica says, no, it was just Jonah. <laughs> I was wheezing. It got me. <laughs> well, her moment of defense is, I only abused one boy. Can't you just let me have one? <laughs> <laughs> it's just outrageous. Again, it's like that thing where... People just do the denial rather than engage with the argument. Yeah. And they did it in the last episode. And at this point, she's gone, did you abuse others in your care? And then in, in, just say no. She just admits to the abuse. <laughs> yeah. She's gone, this wasn't abuse. And she goes, did you abuse others? I only abused one. <laughs> I only abused one. I um, lost it. I absolutely yeah. so lost it. Cheska says, oh, he's very mature and we develop feelings for each other. I would never do anything to harm anyone. Except for all the things I've done to <laughs> harm people. <laughs> Except, have... except my father, who had lied about having a heart attack, for starters. Do you know how Karen isn't a true head teacher of this school? Why is that? Because she goes, you've harmed Jonah. <laughs> yes. You've harmed this school. school. This no, school. not you've harmed Waterloo yeah. Road. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. The real ones would say you've harmed Waterloo Road. They would. They would. How dare she stand where they stood. <laughs> um... So, uh, Marcus, quite rightly, freaking out about this whole thing. Um, Jonah, credit to the actor, because he's giving it both barrels. <laughs> he's like, we, we love each other. We're going to Gretna Green. And then he, like, runs away. <laughs> so, uh, Adana goes into the staff room, and she sort of begins trying to tell the staff. Well, no, she doesn't. Adana is just like, hi, I'll tell you the story about how I am the victim. <laughs> yeah, she lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica's lied to me. <laughs> Everyone's like, about about what? And she goes, I'm having sex with a student. <laughs> That's your lead, Adana. Yeah, she was burying the lead. Everyone's like, I can't believe you lied to Adana. <laughs> <laughs> now I can forgive what you've done. <laughs> Have sex with all of the children you want, but lying to Adana? How dare you? 
<laughs> Grantley really grasps the gravity of the situation because he says, take notes, Ruby. <laughs> Good research for the next novel. <laughs> Jonah says frantically to Cheska, you know, oh, we've got to run. We've got to get away. And Cheska's like, no, we're not going to run. No more hiding. No more lies. I don't understand. I'm going to face the consequences of my actions until the next time trial. Yeah, exactly. Where I refuse yeah. to face the consequences exactly. of my actions. Exactly. Um, Look, the thing is, is the show really wants us to root for them. Yes. It really wants us to go, oh no, they're separating these Starcross lovers. I think I'd sooner root for Aston Villa to win the Champions League than wow. I would root for these two to be together. Wow. Because I just... You'd rather watch John McGinn lift the Champions League. You know. <laughs> well, you see how ugly is normal? Imagine him <laughs> reflected in that bloody trophy. <laughs> So yeah, that we at the, at the end of the episode we see Marcus sort of pulling Jonah away, and then Cheska's just like weeping, and that's the end. Yeah. And the next time trailer, um, Jonah's back at school, but then we see him like running away, um, mystifying him and Cheska still planning to to flee. There's some sort of accident at the Panto, and then we see like Denzel walking along the edge of like a railway bridge. For stunts. For for stunts. I'm Denzel Kelly, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Bad boy Jackass. <laughs> sure. A little bit. Just about. It just about gets there, I think. Um, dare I ask whether we thought this was a good episode? No, there are no good episodes anymore. To, to tee up our exciting series finale. It's just... No, I hate it. <laughs> I hate all of it. My favourite my favorite moment in probably nine episodes was when a teacher accidentally admitted to abusing one child. <laughs> what they needed was, was Chris there just going, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. You idiot. Um, play out song is Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes. That was easy. It's just anything for it not to be another Toodle Cinema Club song. <laughs> I think there's another Toodle Cinema Club song in the finale, so... Well, that's something to look forward to. The only thing. <laughs> but at the end of the next episode, we get to declare we're halfway through. <laughs> There's nothing I can do, a total eclipse of the heart.